This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis inviting you to stay tuned for another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the old Trailblazer broadcast. Folks say, why do you call yourself old-fashioned? Because we are. We believe God's Word. That's old-fashioned. We believe that it's verbally inspired. That's old-fashioned. We preach and teach, uh, thus saith the Lord. That's old-fashioned. We use only the King James Version of the Scriptures. That's old-fashioned, my friend. We believe that a sinner must come to see himself lost and undone and that's old-fashioned and then we believe that christ died for sinners we believe that christ paid our sin debt and for once and for all and paid our sins present future and past sins and that's old-fashioned oh my friend modernism has taken over this world and we we here are not modern we uh, we have modern equipment here in our control room but that's about the most modern thing we have in order to stay up with the times you like an old-fashioned uh, church where you can hear the old-fashioned word well you come be with us we invite you to our sunday services every sunday morning we have the bible school there at 10 o'clock i bring the message at 11 o'clock and then we have sunday night and Wednesday night services. So we invite you to come be with us. We want to continue our study this morning in the first uh, chapter of the first epistle of Peter, his letter there. Our hearts have been made happy and glad by the first few lessons looking at uh, what Christ means to a poor sinner who has been saved uh, by the blood. Yes, that's old-fashioned, isn't it? Saved by the blood. I wish I had that song our choir sings here that I could play for you. Saved by the blood. Maybe I'll get that and do it one day in the next day or two. I wish you could hear it. Our choir singing, Saved by the Blood. I hear people say, I don't understand the Bible. It's hard to follow and all those things. But if you'll just quietly ask the Lord to open it to you, not try and run ahead of God, the Lord will reveal it to you. Uh, what he wants you to see, he'll reveal it to you. Yeah. Uh, first, let me say that it's not for the skeptic. If you're skeptical of God's Word, it's not for you. It's not for the modernist. No. We try. who have tried to whittle the Bible to pieces. It's only written for God's child. Those whom the Lord has saved, those whom the Lord is dealing with. The old trailblazer often said of the Bible, believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it, scoff at it, and go to hell for your trouble. My friend, that's true. uh, Listen, do you ever realize that God doesn't need you and me? No. Did you ever realize that? It's only by His mercy that we have a sound mind this morning. This, that we got a that we uh, our, our minds are sound and that we have a desire to hear God's word. That's a blessing from the Lord. My prayer has been, Lord, don't let our people, don't let our loved ones turn down the gospel. You and your stubbornness, you cannot turn the Lord down. You cannot reject Christ, for He never is held up for you to accept or reject. That's old fashioned, isn't it, my friend? But you can reject or turn away from the gospel. Oh, I've seen uh, many, many turn away from the gospel, turn away from the truth, and then there's no hope of salvation. Did you know there's no hope outside of this, uh, God's Word? If you, if you never read and study and hear God's Word, you'll never be saved. That's right. That's right, my friend. If you won't have the Word of God, then you'd never turn to Christ for salvation. Uh, you won't. No, you'll only drift farther and farther out there into the uh, into the never never land in your unbelief. Uh, yes, we were looking in our last study at the hope, the heavenly inheritance that we'll be 
uh, we believers uh, will inherit when we go to be with the Lord. We saw there in verse 4 of First Peter chapter 1 that our inheritance will be incorruptible and undefiled. Now let's see also that it is reserved and will not fade away. Our Lord is eternal, my friend. He had no beginning nor will his kingdom ever end. Uh, no, but by the same measure, our place in glory, our home, our inheritance will be just as eternal as our Lord is. There will be no, no end to our reign with Christ. Did you know we're going to reign with Christ one day? One of the purposes of Peter writing to these early Christians and also to you and me was to encourage us and them. Yes, encourage them. And does not these words encourage your heart this morning, believe? It does mine. These words do mine. You may be beaten down by the world this morning, by the flesh, by the devil. You may be facing trials that you know not how to how to get around or how to come over. Sometimes it seems as if the heavens are brass and we cannot get a prayer through to heaven. But listen, listen, my friend, listen. Uh, if every friend turns on you, every friend that you have turns on you, if the enemy comes in like a flood, if your Lord, if your loved ones are taken away from you like old Job, no matter what comes upon the child of God, God's word says that you and I, as his children, have an inheritance waiting for us in heaven. Yes, that's incorruptible and undefiled. And now, listen, it fadeth not away. It's reserved for you and me. I don't see how any child of God can grow weary and be despondent for long when we have this promise in God's Word. Our salvation, our inheritance in Christ is reserved for us. I know that we often quote or read from John chapter 14 where Christ told his followers, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. So many read this and think only of the mansions of glory and equate this as our inheritance. But before, but believer, uh, no, we have a far greater inheritance uh, than a mansion. No, it's waiting for us there. Yeah, uh, I, we'll have Christ, our Redeemer. He. He is our inheritance. He is our hope now. But then in heaven, uh, we will have him to gaze upon, to uh, be with him, to be with him in his presence. No longer will we walk by faith. That's what we do today, my friend. Walk by faith. Our faith, no. The faith that God gives us. Then we'll walk by sight. Won't that be gracious? No more will we suffer for his sake. No, well, we, we'll know him as we are known. I don't know about you, my friend, but this is a great truth to me. How can we be so earthbound and love this present evil world when we as God's child have an inheritance in heaven and also have the one who made us partakers of the heavenly gift? In this, my friend, isn't that gracious? Is this inheritance for everyone? No. No, it isn't. There are those who will not come to Christ. No, there's, there's folks who will not ever be saved. Our pastor has a, a booklet, if you'd like it, on those whom God cannot save. Now, you say that's a misnomer. No, it isn't. You, you write me, and I'll send you that little booklet. Those whom God cannot save. Yes, there are those who just won't come to Christ, those who will not forsake their old way and their old will. They love this present evil world and believe somehow that their hope 
is only in this life. I know that no one will come to the Son except the Father draw him. But my friend, there are some of you whom the Lord has dealt with. Uh, you kindly with your heart. You know that you're not saved, and yet you uh, enjoy the pleasures of the world. You just have not been weaned from the world. No, the world, and, and, and you've rejected the truth. You, you're still living after the world and rejecting the truth about yourself and about the salvation in Christ. I believe that some of you have become gospel-hardened. Yes, I'm fearful for you that you may have become gospel-hardened. You can hear the voice of the Lord through, the, through his word or through the message that goes out time after time or by reading the scriptures, but it doesn't uh, pierce your old rhinoceros hide. No. You say, well, that's a, a pretty tough statement. My friend, I know folks who have an old rhinoceros hide. Nothing pierces that, that old hide. No. Uh, let's just be honest. Uh, uh, right up, up front. It, and uh, no impressions can be made upon that heart. That heart's like a brick. It's just like a, just like a stone that we knock on. And here, it's just hard as, but my friend, I don't know how to preach to you that, uh, that you would hear. I can warn you of hell that's in your future. I can hold up the excellency of God's grace and nothing seems to affect you. But I know one thing, uh, that my preaching is not in vain. There are some out there who will hear, just as I did one day. I was the most unlikely soul to ever be saved. But one day, the God's word, it, it went home to my heart. It's powerful and quick, and it can pierce me even between the bone and the marrow. And it, it went home to my heart when I wasn't, was least expecting it. I thought I was all right. I thought I was doing fine. My friend, don't say you won't come. All that religion is for the other fellow. No, don't say that. No, you don't know, uh, my friend, uh, when the Lord will touch your heart. Well, but we want you, we, we here at the Old Trailblazer broadcast, our desire is that you'd come to know the Lord as, as your Lord and Savior. That's why we bring you these Old Trailblazer messages, praying that we are uh, reaching, uh, uh, preaching to an audience uh, that otherwise would not ever hear. My friend, the Lord laid it upon our hearts to to uh, put these messages on the air. This message is for you, friend. This may be your last message. Can you look up and say, thank you, Lord, for that eternal inheritance that's laid up in heaven for me? Can you say that? Is that real to you? No, my friend, I can say that this morning by the grace of God. Listen to verse 5. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Who is this inheritance for? For those who are kept by the power of God. This does away with all this little keeping the law in order to stay saved. You, you know they have folks out there, maybe you one of them, that uh, have to do, do this and do that and do the other to be saved. No, God's word doesn't say that, does it? No, it says uh, all that come to me, uh, those that come to me, I will in no wise cast out. If the Lord says, I won't cast you out, my friend, you can believe that. You imagine you can keep yourself. Uh, what foolishness. No more can you and I keep ourselves than a newborn baby can keep itself. It's helpless. You and I are helpless. It has no strength. You and I have no strength. Uh, have you ever come to see what Christ means to the child of God? Let me tell you something. Salvation is not some little light-hearted thing. No. It's the Son of God paying my sin debt. 
assuming every debt that I owed, that I have ever sinned that I had committed or ever will commit, carrying them there to the cross, and then by the shedding of his precious blood. Oh, my friend, my friend, what, what grace. Yes, not only saving us, but keeping us. All the while, we're in these old bodies, we're kept. And then when we receive our new bodies, we will be kept by the power of God. What rejoicing, my friend? Are you rejoicing in the Lord this morning? Are you? Are you praising the Lord this morning for what the Christ means to you? I am. I just could sit here day after day and tell you what the Lord means to such a just a poor old ignoramus, poor old uh, country boy that the Lord delivered one day by grace, brought him to his senses. Did you know that's what the the uh, man there at the tomb, the Lord uh, saved, delivered, and cast him out, cast out all the demons? And he said when they came to him, they found him clothed and sitting and in his right mind. Now, my friend, there's two or three things that happen when God saves a sinner, begins to deal with a sinner. One thing is that we clothe our bodies. You women who wear these little short shorts and those things that uh, reveal almost everything, one day the Lord, if he ever gets a hold of you, clean up your body and clean up your mind and put some clothes on you. That's right. I don't care who you are. You don't get mad with me. That's God's word. He's, they said they found him clothed. Did you know Adam and Eve, uh, my friend, uh, were clothed with the glory of the Lord? And then when they sinned, the Lord clothed them. No, the Lord don't intend for us to run around without any clothes on. That's Satan, my friend. Oh, we'll get into that at another time. One morning we'll bring you a message on how our Lord expects you and me uh, to uh, dress and how to act and how to go about our business and how to how to uh, deal with those whom we come into contact with. This is the old trailblazer this morning. Kind of got wound up this morning a little bit thinking about our inheritance there in heaven. Oh, I long to be there, don't you? Oh, if the Lord would come, take us. Won't that be great? Remember, our mailing address is ready Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 